Welcome to the Psychedelic Integration Podcast. We're your hosts, John Steiner and Sinclair Fleetwood. We're experienced psychedelic guides, retreat facilitators, and keepers of the sacred fire on a mission to help you transform your mystical medicine experiences into a sustainable way of life. Did you connect with a vision for your life through your work with plant medicines but have no idea how to make it happen? Are you struggling to maintain your spiritual connection, find your community, and be fully yourself? If you want to be unapologetically authentic, connect to your purpose, and live the life you know is possible, well then this podcast is for you. Imagine a personally curated journey inside a caring and supportive container, from preparation to retreat to integration, all in one place with one loving team cheering you on every step of the way, where we heal, grow, and transform together in community as a family. We're so pleased to announce that registration is open for our first group cohort of Rise and Align Sacred Plant Medicine Transformation Mentorship. Our program is a six-month high-level coaching container that starts on October 7th, 2022 and ends on March 7th, 2023. And the extra special thing about this is that it includes a plant medicine retreat with our medicine family in Ecuador. This is an exciting and unique opportunity to experience high-level plant medicine mentorship with a shamanic retreat component in a safe, loving, supportive container. This is your chance to finally take action to overcome your limiting beliefs and face your fears so that you can find your purpose, follow your heart, and be the medicine for yourself and the world. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to connect with you. You can visit our website to book a free 45-minute connection call so we can see if it's a good fit on both sides and share more details, pricing, and logistics with you one-on-one. Space is limited and we're booking now, so please get in touch and we'll see you in October. Find out more and book your call at mysticalheartcollective.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Psychedelic Integration Podcast. I'm Sinclair. I'm John. Today we are going to talk about the seven benefits of working with a psychedelic integration coach. We have been covering a lot of different stuff recently, lots of practices, lots of stuff to dive into, and we wanted to kind of take a bigger picture look at coaching and explain what is coaching, how does it work, why should you care, why would you want to do that? And so we're going to start today by kind of defining what is coaching. Hmm. Coaching is um, it's a relationship you're building. It's a tool. It's many things. And well, you're building a relationship with your coach, and at the same time, you're building a relationship with yourself, mm-hmm. um, both the small self, right, like your personality, and your larger self, the the higher self, the divinity within, your heart, your spirit, however, whatever language you use to describe that. Um, it's, it's really a process, a tool that helps to flan, fan the flames of the innermost you. Mm -hmm. It's funny. I, well, I think the first relationship that most people have with a coach is probably some kind of sports situation. Um, I mean, you used to be an Olympic weightlifting coach. Yeah. That's why we use that word because Uh it's like, it's exactly, it's the perfect analogy, Mm -hmm. right? Whether it's, um, I mean, we use this, we use different words for different things, right? Like you may, maybe you're taking a pottery class. You wouldn't say a pottery coach, but you'd say like a pottery instructor or something mm-hmm. like that. But really this person is a coach. Um, and it's this relationship where someone who has gone through this process within themselves, whether it's learning how to spin a wheel or spin clay on a potter's wheel, or learning how to compete in a sport, lift weights, or fan the flames of the divinity within. It's someone who's walked this path and has um, overcome pitfalls and gone through many different processes and steps along this path who can expedite the process of you walking the path. It's the same reason why we turn to the medicine, right? It's like we can do all this spiritual development without the medicine. Like, but the, the medicine's like a catalyst. It makes all of it happen quicker. It really sinks in, in a, um, a deeper way. And it, 
it gives us the felt experience rather than just an intellectual understanding. And the integration coaching is like taking it from this intellectual understanding, this felt experience through the medicine, and now applying it in a practical application way to our lives. Like how do we take this from a six hour ceremony to the rest of the ceremony that is our lives? So when I started investigating what kind of work I wanted to do in this field, after having spent a year as a manager at an ayahuasca retreat center, I really wanted to be of service in the support the way of supporting people through this process and carrying the, well, holding a container for people to continue their work past the retreat. Mm. And when I first started investigating spiritual coaching or transformational coaching, one of the first people that came on my radar was Tony Robbins. Mm. And I remember watching his, there's a documentary about him called I Am Not Your Guru, where it shows kind of behind the scenes with him. And he's he is probably one of the most well-known life coaches he kind of invented this profession really he was one of the first people to do it in a a big way and you can say you know tony robbins take it or leave it he has a very kind of confrontational style that i don't know if i like really agree with but i i had a couple of feelings about it the first one i thought was coaching is a bullshit profession. This is not real. There's no certifications. I mean, there are. But these are my thoughts when I'm coming to it. I'm like, I don't know if I feel good about this because how will I know that I am, you know, qualified to do this or whatever? And I, there are a lot of coaches. Coaching is an unregulated profession. It's anybody can call themselves a coach. You can take a, you can take an online class for $7 and be, okay, I'm a coach now. That's how unregulated it is. So for a lot of people, that is a problem. So I was a skeptical person about coaching and I came into it with a really skeptical attitude and I absolutely fell in love with it. And the reason why is when it is done with integrity well by people who are doing it in a professional way with a uh, from the heart it is the most powerful relationship between a guide and a student or like a teacher and a student or someone that is further along than you in whatever specific area that you are trying to grow in and they're showing you the way and they're showing you a way and I just absolutely loved receiving coaching and connecting with people in this container and um that is ultimately how we decided okay this is this is how we want to be we call our program a mentorship um but we work as mentors coaches teachers guides whatever you want to call it and i quickly got over my skepticism and really fell in love with it as a a means especially for psychedelics because there's a lot of stuff going on in the psychedelic industry right now. Um, you know, MAPS is really close to getting uh, approval for their protocols in the medical model. So you're going to have psychedelic therapists. You're going to have different, different medical ways to go to a clinic and experience psychedelics. So why would you want to work with a coach, say, over a psychedelic therapist or a regular therapist? The... A big difference between coaching and therapists is the therapists that I've been to are looking to figure out what is wrong and to diagnose and to give a, um, a condition, um, a psychological condition of what's going on with you and and try to heal this specific thing. And the coaching process is really to help nurture the new direction you want to go in your life. It's to help empower you to take the wheel of the ship and drive it in whatever direction you want to drive it in. And to help you to unlock the answers, the direction, the guidance that you already have within you. We really believe that you already have everything you need. You already have all the answers. You already have the direction. You already have 
you already have it all within you. So it's really um, a, a relationship that helps to bring that to the surface of your consciousness so that you don't need someone to tell you. You don't need a method. You don't need the... Um, you need yourself. And it's through the coaching relationship that you get more in touch with yourself. Yeah, I think therapy is really valuable. And we're not saying that coaching is a substitute for therapy or that you should do it instead of, or that's something you have to decide for yourself. But for a lot of people who are coming to a place with wanting to work with psychedelics and plant medicines, they've been in therapy. They've tried therapy. They've probably been medicated. They've like, you've already hit all of these, you know, kind of the medical model system of, okay, well, I go talk it out, maybe I take some antidepressants, and it's not working, and it's not working, or it works for a while, and then, you know, you want something else. So it's really just an alternative. It's a, we have lots of clients that also work with therapists, it's completely compatible, they can be friends. <laughs> but it's different in the way that John said, where it's like a collaborative, non-diagnostic process. Well, it's a it's a healing partnership that you're walking through with the coach. And we are not, the goal is not get rid of your symptoms. The goal is why are you having these symptoms? What are the root causes? And how can we go in and put attention to that so that you can heal it and move forward in a new way? Yeah, I mean, our personal experience with it was like, you know, trying the method of like in therapy or psychoanalyzation to like subdue a part of my mind with another part of my mind and analyze it and like have my mind overpower my mind and doing more <laughs> of what I wanted was like it I didn't need more mind I didn't need more um I didn't need more or less neurotransmitters or they're like to change their reuptake I like I needed to get in touch with my spirit, mm -hmm. which I was out of touch with. And that's what led me to plant medicine in the first place. And in one six-hour ceremony, I was like, I found my spirit. Mm -hmm. Great. This is what I've been looking for. This fills the, the God-sized hole mm -hmm. that I've been feeling, the spirit-sized hole. Okay, well... Now, how do I carry that out into my day-to-day? -day? How do I live with this, you know, like the way I grew up, the the model of the world I was presented and the, um, the way I was taught how to live was missing this spiritual connection. And when I found it, it was so easy to go and lose it again, <laughs> and just going back into life. So... We like this analogy of like, it's the coaching is to learn how to walk through the swamp without getting dirty. Mm -hmm. It's to learn how to walk through the life that we have without losing that spiritual connection. And, you know, that's not to say that like uh, it will never be lost or we'll ever feel disconnected from it again. But when we feel disconnected or feel off, it's to get back into feeling that connection again. It's back into feeling centered and aligned and um, in ourselves. And the more we practice, I mean, that is the practice, right? Of getting out of alignment and finding the way to get back in. Mm -hmm. And the more we practice with it ourselves, the less often we fall out of alignment and when we do fall out of alignment, the further out of, or the, um, the less out of alignment we go, mm -hmm. it's like less frequent, less intense. And it doesn't look like a linear process, but overall, the, in the grand scheme of things, staying more in alignment, more centered, more in contact with my divine self and staying warm by my own heart's fire. So now you kind of have an idea of what coaching is, how it's a little different from therapy. And so 
What are the seven benefits of working with a psychedelic integration coach? If you are getting ready to embark on this or you're already on the journey with plant medicine, like why should you even care about this? Why, why would you invest into a coach, your time, your money, your energy? Number one, experience, expertise, experience, and knowledge. And so a coach is going to have, it's going to be a guide that is walking the path with you learning, growing, experiencing this work, doing the inner work themselves. And we would say, please do not hire an integration coach that doesn't work with plant medicine. (laughs) Like if you want to work with plant medicine, your coach should be working with plant medicine. Like it's really with this specific. You wouldn't hire a personal trainer that doesn't go to the gym. Yeah. It would be like (laughs) hiring a personal trainer who like is a gamer and like only sits on their couch all day and plays video games right it'd be better if they taught you how to game they might they (laughs) might understand like oh you go to the gym and you do this and here's a program i wrote it for you but if they're not living that Mm -hmm. i think it's because of the spiritual nature of this work we believe that you can only go as far as you have taken you can only take someone else as far as you have been yourself Uh and so if you're not walking that path yourself as a coach it's really difficult to support people who are. And the more that I work with, that we work with clients, the more our own journey is enhanced and vice versa. Uh-huh. So the more work we do with ourselves, the more space and, and like ability we're able to connect with and, and expand with our clients. You are what you teach, right? Yeah. So like someone comes with like, okay, this is what's going on in my life and I'm really struggling with that. And because it's not our own personal life. We're like, oh yeah, I've been through something similar. Like, have you thought about this perspective or that perspective? Well, let me ask you this questions. And so often I'm like asking these questions and I'm explaining this stuff and I'm like, oh man, did I need to hear that too? <laughs> Great, <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> well, and our teachers have been doing medicine work for 25 years. They've been on the path for a long time, much longer than us. And they have an understanding of it and a perspective. It's the same It's the same work, but their understanding and depth of knowledge is so much more. And that is reflected in their vibration. Mm-hmm. They're, they are so calm and centered and, you know, it's, that doesn't mean that they're perfect by any means, but it's, it's just a, how deep have you, have, have you gone? How, how long have you been on this path? How many times have you fallen out and gotten back to center? How, mm. how, how long have you been practicing alignment? And having someone as your teacher and your guide who's really into it and doing it and not just like, okay, well, I do this once a year and then that's it. It's just different. It's different when you make it your focus every day. And when you're ready to invest in a program, you know, for three months or six months or 12 months or however long, you want someone who's like, this is what they do. Mm. And the coach is is that person. It's like this ability to work with someone that has really been on a deep dive with it and mm. who understands what you're going through and can help be that mirror that you need to really see yourself in a new way. Because that's what coaches do. We hold, we hold the vision of you, of where you are your highest self, Without all of the stuff that's getting in your way, the sabotage, the self-criticism, all of the things that you're carrying that you that are keeping you from seeing yourself clearly, it's our job to hold you in that vision of seeing yourself clearly. Mm-hmm. And the more that we hold you in that, the more you see yourself through us in that reflection, the more you're able to see it in yourself. And through that process, you're able to start carrying that vision for yourself. Uh-huh. So number two commitment yeah this is like um this is big and important like my own personal experience like okay um well listen claire was saying i have like experience with um weightlifting and being a weightlifting coach so when i was weightlifting although i was also coaching people on weightlifting it was important for me to have a training partner to have a team to have a coach and when I was doing it by myself, it was all entirely on me to be like, I need to be motivated to do this. I need to write my game plan for myself. I need to carry it out. I need to, when I don't feel like doing it, like do it anyways. And I need to, um, 
like be able to change up the plan if something isn't working. And a lot of times that was really difficult because I was emotionally invested. So it was hard to change the game plan I wrote because I wrote it and I was attached to it. It was hard to, you know, convince myself that I needed to spend the time at the end of training stretching and foam rolling when I really didn't feel like it. Um, <laughs> Whoever feels like foam rolling really. Right. So but painful. when but when practice was at a certain time and my coach was there and he was expecting me to be there and my training partner was there and he was expecting me to be there, I was going to be there. And when they all said, we're foam rolling now, I'm not going to be the only one not foam rolling. So <laughs> I would foam roll. Or when I'm like, man, this like this is really hurting today, and I'm like, this isn't feeling good, but I really want to do it. Anyways, it was important for someone, you know, who was not emotionally involved to be like, well, why don't you take it easy and do this instead? Mm-hmm. And then like m- me leaning on their expertise, their guidance allowed me to be more comfortable in saying like, okay, sure, I can do that. So it was this it was this container that I had created that it wasn't all on me. So I had made this commitment to my team and then within my team my training partner, within my team my coach and with myself. So now instead of just this commitment to myself, there was three other commitments in there keeping me steady and on the path and when I deviated from the path or fell off, it wasn't just on my shoulders to remind me to get back. It was on, there was a th- three other uh, structures there to say like, you know, hey, come on, show up to practice or hey, we should do the foam rolling or whatever it was. It was, I was that much more invested. The investment is really, it's like multiple facet, multifaceted, right? The commitment is, okay, you're saying when you sign up for a coaching program, you're saying, I'm serious about this. Mm. I am serious enough about this and about this change that I want to facilitate in my life to invest my own time, my own energy, and my own money into doing this, joining this container. So you have like a container that's held by the coach in a group. So we love group programs. Um, They are, and we're going to talk about this more in a minute, but the group program is you're getting it not just with us. So you have this, you have a personal relationship with us, but you also have a relationship with the other people in your group, your team. They're like your team. It's your like transformation team. (laughs) And when you do this commitment, you're asking for accountability, not just from yourself, but from us and from the team, the group, and it's going to increase your success rate. Uh-huh. What are the statistics on that? Yeah, well, we just read a, a study on like personal training, and it was saying like the um, this is like a self-reported thing that people self-reported that they achieved their fitness goals, um, or they were thirty percent more likely to achieve their fitness goals when they had a personal trainer. And that's just one person. That's just not even a team. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine a team would increase that even more. Mm-hmm. It makes it so much more real. Like those of you that have um, been to a retreat or had medicine, right? You you know what this is like. There was a point where you were talking about going on the retreat. You were talking about eating the mushrooms. You were talking about drinking the ayahuasca. And it was an idea. How much more real was it when you put the deposit on the plane ticket or the retreat mm-hmm. center or bought the mushrooms and weighed them out? Mm-hmm. It's like, and it got real. <laughs> yeah, it got real. Yeah, it's, it's, the commitment part is huge. And it's, it really is the difference between just talking about it and actually doing yeah. it. And somebody asked me, someone who just joined our program asked me when she was considering, because it's a big investment. And she was like, what makes you qualified to lead this and isn't this stuff I can just find out on the internet for free like don't you have a podcast and I laughed and I was like yeah we do have a we do have a podcast we give a ton of stuff away for free we are always on social media posting educational you know here's all the places that you can look for this and here's here and then I'm you know telling the story of like well we worked in an ayahuasca center and we've healed and retreat with over 400 people. And we've been doing this coaching work for years and we have certifications from this place. And, you know, we've done this 
here are here's our resume and and we do it ourselves (laughs) we do it ourselves we are drinking ayahuasca drinking san pedro we had combo this morning (laughs) and we do we are medicine people we work with medicine regularly ongoing Mm. for like that's our this is our lifeline Uh it's the way that we relate to spirit it's the way that we plug ourselves back in to source when we get lost and it's Mm. it's the way that we convene with everything magical and for us it's just a tool that really works Uh and it's not like yeah you can find a lot of this stuff out on the internet you can go on youtube and watch videos and look for stuff for hours and spend you know however much time you want to invest like time is way more valuable than money Uh And if you are willing to do that, yeah, you can find it. It's not like you're not going to find what we teach exactly in the way that we teach it. But you can find, a you could put together a support framework of your own if you so chose. The thing is, like, a good example is, like, how I got clean. So I got clean by going to Narcotics Anonymous meetings. I got clean from opiates um, when I was 21. And... I went to a bunch of experts over and over and over who had no first-hand experience overcoming addiction, but they had masters and PhDs and all these degrees and whatever, and it didn't matter because they could not walk me through it because they didn't have any experience walking through it themselves. They told me what a book said. Uh, On the other hand, I could easily have went to Narcotics Anonymous website and downloaded every single piece of literature that they had for free. I could have read it all by myself. And the magic of why I got clean is because there were real live people there that had done the same thing that Mm -hmm. I was trying to do and could walk with me as I was doing it Mm -hmm. and assure me. And not the assurance feels different from someone. When someone says, I assure you, I've read that in the book. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it's different than like, oh, I can assure you that'll work because I did that myself it feels different it carries a different weight and it begins to put like um well for me that began to put a faith and trust in like i could do this too this person did it mm-hmm. and then i did it <laughs> well and that brings us to number three of the benefits of working with the psychedelic integration coach community huh? plugging into a medicine community our group program is called rise and align family and we named it that because we believe that there is one family and everyone is in it. Everyone. Uh-huh. Anyone you see at the grocery store, that's your brother, that's your sister. And, mm. and everything. And our, everything. Our teachers remind us of these four truths that if there was no sun and heat, we wouldn't be alive. Mm-hmm. If there was no air, we wouldn't be alive. If there was no earth to grow... The stuff that we need to eat, we wouldn't be alive. And if there was no water, we would not be alive. Mm-hmm. So anything that needs these four things to be alive is family. Yeah, and we really, really believe that. And that's how we approach the work that we do is that you are part of our spiritual family. And if you are feeling called to work with us and you we develop that relationship and you become part of the group, like it is a family for us. And uh-huh. And that, and that's the people that go on retreat with us or not. Like the retreat experience makes it even more magical because we get to hang out in person and drink medicine and ceremonies. And like that experience is you bond. It's a bonding, connective experience because you're in the felt mystical experience with the people, you know, like, and you know, it's like going through any really intense experience with someone. It becomes this thing that you share this beautiful experience that you share this life like celebration of wow do you that ceremony that sweat lodge was so hot oh my god can you imagine can you believe when you did this purge inside of the sweat lodge (laughs) like we went into this retreat earlier this year and one of the things that happened in the sweat lodge was there was this part where we were cleaning ourselves with ruta and ruta is like a beautiful plant that can help remove they use it to help remove illness and like stuck energy 
And I was in a lot of physical pain at the time. And like I was using it to just rub on my joints and rub on my back where it hurt. And I was sobbing. I was so, it hurt so bad. And I was like letting it all out. I was just letting it go. And, you know, a couple of people, John included, like, it was so beautiful to see you like having this relationship with this plant and this wet lodge. And, you know, you know, watching someone be strong when they're really going through it is the one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Like uh-huh. seeing someone's power when they are facing their shadow is like I'm getting goosebumps right now just talking about it because this is what I live for. Mm-hmm. Like this is why we are like do all this work with us come and and because this is the work is like you can change. The, you can change and the community will support you. The community creates an energy vortex. Like Sinclair was saying before and like um one of our jobs as the coach is to hold you in this vision of your highest self mm-hmm. who whatever you're struggling with now is no longer a struggle that you found your power and have walked through it and gained the lessons and gained the experience and are not blindsided by this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a group, there's, you know, X number of people, eight people that are holding you in this vision. So when you're needing that energy, there's a ton of people there giving you that energy. Mm -hmm. And when someone else is in that boat, you're giving them that energy. So you're like, you're sending them, you're like this channel. You're calling in this like power and it's flowing through you and they're receiving it. So whether you're receiving it from people or you're sending it to people, it's cultivating within you this energy of power and healing and walking through the flames, like rising out of the flames like a phoenix. So it's just this, it's this really magical, energetic phoenix energy (laughs) vortex that like, it it really, I mean, if if you've ever been in, it's, it's part of the reason why the ceremony and the retreat is so powerful. Before you even have the medicine, just having conversations with people who get it and are like, yeah, me too. When you hear other people say, yeah, I've been through that too, it like takes away the power of the difficulty, uh, of the, the difficult situation. And it empowers to like hear like, oh, someone else got through that. I can do that. It builds you up and it... <laughs> Two energies are like one plus one doesn't equal two in energetic terms. And when you have a big community, a group of people all believing in each other, like the um, exponential energy increases unreal. There's also this real magic in seeing the facilitators, the shamans, the leaders, the people that have been doing this work for a long time. When you are in some ceremony like a sweat lodge or you know, ayahuasca or something that is really, really intense and you see them keeping fire and sitting up and singing while you're just like collapsed (laughs) on the ground, like shaking and seeing that it's possible for people to have medicine and sit up and be present. And they're not, they're not being overcome by it. They're in fact, like thriving. (laughs) That is amazing and and for me when I started at the beginning I spent my first sweat lodge just convulsing on the ground like going through my alcoholism and you know feeling completely really powerless and and sick and a year later I was one of the people sitting up and singing and I was one of the people that was leading the ceremonies and I was one of the people that was facilitating and I was one of the people that was helping and that shift from being the person that is suffering to a person that is healed, being a person that was not able to barely take care of myself to being a person that not only takes care of myself, but takes care of other people was so empowering and so beautiful to witness in myself. And that's what you see over and over in this, in this group setting is people stepping into their own power and sharing it with other people. Mm. And so you're getting, you're getting so much from, being part of this family, this group, you're getting support in the group, you're providing support in the group, you're receiving healing from other people's experiences. And you're also 
providing that experience to them when you're vulnerable and you share in the group. Mm. So it has so many facets of like being so magical. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and that brings us to the the next one is like support and um, like a path to follow. Mm-hmm. It's it's nice like. Okay, when you when you climb a mountain, it's really nice when there's a trail. Oh, like yeah. climbing climbing the mountains already tough already. If there's a trail laid out for you and you just like walk the trail, it's still going to be difficult, but at least you know which direction you're going and <laughs> that you, all you have to do is just keep walking this way, you're going to make mm-hmm. it to the top. If there was no trail and you had to cut your way like machete through the woods, it's it's much more difficult. And then like I mean we've been harping on this, but doing it doing it alone is like you have to carry all your stuff you have to you have to figure everything out it's nice to have other people there to like see your blind spot to to um, believe in you when you don't feel like you believe in yourself Mm -hmm. it's like it's invaluable it's like getting, well, we get a lot of people that come to us and they feel lost. They feel stuck. They want to do something. They want to work with medicine, but they don't know how. And, or they have done a little bit, but they're, they're like, well, I don't know how to make it last. Like, you know, I have these great ceremonies, but nothing's happening in my life. I'm just sort of a weekend warrior when it comes to medicine. And I go and I do the thing and then I go back to my life and I'm still fighting with my wife and I'm still, you know, not happy at work and whatever thing. And so... The path is, okay, you're born with a backpack. We all come with a set of tools, right, Mm -hmm. that we come into this life with. And we are not taught how to use them whatsoever. In fact, most of our schooling and everything is kind of saying, well, that sixth sense you have, that intuition, don't listen to that. Mm -hmm. You need to look outside yourself. You need to look at these signs everywhere. Well, sometimes on the path, if you're going... A good way there's not any signs <laughs> and you know if you're if you're going to climb mount everest or something who do you want you want a sherpa you want somebody who lives in those mountains who goes up and down this and is like oh we don't go that way during the winter because this thing will cave in and you know we go on this other side during this time and here's the way that we go and here are the way to use these tools mm. and here's the tools you have and here's some other tools you can pick up and you get to choose which ones work best for you The way that you like, okay, let's say camping. The way that you like to camp may be totally different. John can go on a camping trip and sleep on the ground with a blanket and he's fine. I like a little bit more comfort on my back, in my backpack. I like to have a little bit of a softer experience. And so what I would carry in my backpack would be different than what he would carry. Mm -hmm. And the way that you learn that is by working with yourself, working with a coach, working with a group. And figuring out what works for you and trying different things and trying things that maybe are not stuff you would ever really try. Yeah, and our, our, it's really our belief, like we were saying at the beginning, that you already have everything you need within yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's our job to help you discover what that is and to help you figure out how to practice using those things. Mm-hmm. Like we, if we had a society of everyone was the exact same type of person... That wouldn't be good. Like, we can all agree that a doctor is a good type of person to be. Mm-hmm. But if there was only doctors, yeah, we that would not that. be good. Like, who's going to cook the food? Who's going to grow <laughs> the food? How are we going to, like, the cars wouldn't have been made. There would be no roads. You don't, like, want, you don't want shamans doing your accounting. No. Like. <laughs> you, need, you need a variety. Mm-hmm. And whatever your very unique and specific variety of human being completely unique to you is is what the world needs. It's what you need. And to uncover, okay, well, who and what is it that I am? And what tools and limitations do I come with? And how do I sharpen those tools? And how do I work around those limitations? How do I um, transcend those limitations sometimes? How do I uncover the gold that is already within? It's like, um, I like this metaphor a lot. It's like um, making a, a, like a marble statue. The marble statue is already within the slab of marble, mm-hmm. right? The statue's already in there. You're just chipping away all that is not that 
statue. That's literally how Michelangelo said that he created David. Yeah. Was that, removing what wasn't necessary. And that's what we're, that's what the coaching process is, is helping you to get clarity on what you believe is necessary for you and then helping you to figure out what the best way is for you to clear what is unnecessary. And that looks different from person to person, but you're going to have, you're going to undo your tool bag, your backpack, and you're going to find whatever tools you got in there to clear away. And you're going to clear away and your statue is going to look different than my statue or Sinclair's statue. And the process of making it's going to be different, but it is going to be just as much of a masterful work of art. And that's really the point is the art. It's not just about, okay, well, I don't want to feel bad anymore. How about moving towards joy and uh, embracing celebration and enjoying your life? A lot of the, the language I've started using on our website is like, we're not necessarily here just, we're not here just to solve problems with you. We're here to find solutions. We're here to celebrate and love and laugh and enjoy. And if somebody asks me, like, what do you do for a living? I'm like, I help people enjoy their life because that's what I want to do. I want to help you find the joy you have and remember that it's safe to feel joy. It's exciting to feel joy. It's okay to feel good and celebrate the short amount of time that we get to spend in this lifetime. We spend so much time like looking at, Okay, what's wrong? I need to fix myself. You don't need to fix yourself. You're perfect. You're already perfect. This process is not about changing. It's about becoming who you are, who you're born to be in your birthright, in your true highest self. Like what medicine do you have to share with people? That's what we're doing uh-huh. together. And that leads us to number five is this process helps you remember how to trust yourself and your intuition. It enables you and invites you to ask for help and receive help and receive support with no requirement to reciprocate. Like the only thing you need to do is receive. And we're so out of practice in receiving. Our society is so focused on hyper individualism and you have to do everything yourself and pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And Yeah, I mean, how many people do you talk to that like you meet someone new and the within the first two minutes is what do you do mm-hmm. and you're like well i like to go hike and play music and they're like no like, what do you do for work yeah like, <laughs> how do you make money as if your value has anything to do with what you get paid per hour right well <laughs> and the the trust comes from trying and doing going through a process with with us and Seeing what aligns for you, mm. trying it out and be like, you know what, that art activity didn't do it for me. Maybe art isn't my favorite way to process, but I really love journaling. Or, you know, I tried this method of expressing myself and it doesn't really work for me. I want to do it in this other way. But now I have the clarity to know the difference. Mm. Because if you don't try things that don't work, that put you out of alignment, how will you ever, you have to have that part. You have to have the discernment of, This doesn't work. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. Every time you clear something out that doesn't align, the more clear you get of, okay, this is my path. Uh This is what I want. And I will argue that that process is equally as valuable as learning the things that you do want and and what does resonate. You have to do both. Yeah. it's Well, back to the statue metaphor, right? Mm -hmm. You have to know what is the statue, but you also have to know what is not the statue. Yeah, if you, if you don't know what is not the statue, how do you know what it is? <laughs> exactly. We went on a test drive. We went to test drive a car yesterday. And I, I have been really, like, had my eye on, like, Subaru Forester. I'm like, I want this blue Subaru Forester. And I've been seeing them ever since I thought about it. I've been seeing it everywhere. There's blue Foresters all over the place. So we're like, all right, let's go test drive a Forester because we want to get this car. And, like, we get in this... Forester, and we're driving it, and I'm like, man, <laughs> I don't think I like this car. Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because I've been thinking about this for a few months now. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna get Forester, and I got in. I'm like, this is too big. This is just too much car for me. 
And of course, they gave us the like super high end leather seats, like fancy doodads inside of it. And we're not those people. Like, we're like, do you have one from like the 80s? Like, you don't need this fancy one, but we're getting in it. And I said, I think it's just too luxurious for me. (laughs) And the the car salesman guy was like, okay. And, um, but it was, I was a little, like, I wasn't feeling the magic in that car, you know? Like, I wanted, I wanted this feeling about, you know, if you're going to buy a new car, it's like, I wanted to make me feel good and nice when I get in it. And I just, it was kind of like a dud. And that, I recognized, like, I was kind of disappointed. I'm like, no, I guess I'm not getting the Forester. And I was like, ooh, that means I'm going to get to get something else that I like better. Mm -hmm. And so just the experience of, you know, doing this thing, I thought I really, (laughs) not finding out that what you want isn't exactly what you wanted is, like, one of the most regular experiences of my life i think it's especially with medicine it's like oh my god i'm so grateful i didn't get that thing i wanted Mm. i thought i wanted but the that trust and that receiving mode and like learning how to be in receiving mode not only with yourself but with like allowing someone to help we get a lot of people who are in service in our practice in our coaching practice and It's amazing when somebody who is providing service is receiving service. Mm -hmm. I have a coach I have been working with for almost, you know, seven months now. I can't imagine not having a a coach because I, I need that as, as someone who is doing this intense work, if I don't have my cup full, I can't provide a good service. So when people are in service and they ask me like, well, how do I become an integration coach or how do I become, you know, I want to do this healing practice as a business and i'm like if you want to grow your business work on yourself it is the best way it is the best investment because it will happen so much faster if you are throwing money into business programs and whatever and they're not working it's probably because you're not taking the time to take care of yourself first Mm. and that integration process if you work with medicine is so 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 empowering and so necessary and for me it healed uh, chronic pain that I had in my body this year. And if I hadn't been able to do that, I would not have any space to do any of this work. Mm. And all of it was from integration. Yeah. Integration is like, it's the key to take the ceremony outside of the ceremony. Right. And this brings us to number six is like Mm -hmm. making life a ceremony. Mm. So the ceremony is not supposed to be the only time we're in ceremony. Like I said, like, you know, they last, six to 12 hours, whatever, Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be the only time that we're in ceremony. Part of the reason the ceremony is so healing is because when we're going to a ceremony, we, just that word invites us to bring our best foot forward. It invites us to bring our highest consciousness that we can muster up. We're on our best behavior. We're doing things with intention. We're we're being present. There's no distractions. And like, honestly, if we could do that, it, it, we don't even really need the medicine at that point. If we can really show up and fully be present, that in and of itself for six to 12 hours is super healing. Mm-hmm. The medicine just is a, like I said, a catalyst and enhances that. That's already there. So, okay. So you want to make the jump from six to 12 hours of a ceremony with your best present intentional foot forward to living a life with your best intentional foot forward presently. Okay, so the coaching is a, a, a bridge. It helps you take the experience, the understanding that you get in that um, six to 12 hours and practice it in a container with coach, support, with people doing it with you, with your peers, with friends, and you expand that over six to 12 hours into six to 12 months. And as you do that for six to 12 months, it becomes a habit. It becomes natural. You start, when you get out of alignment, you get bumped back into alignment really quickly. You catch yourself quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker. And when you get out of alignment, it's like less and less out of alignment. So you're just getting more and more and more laser focused on your truly aligned path through life. And as you practice that with a group, it's really our intention and goal that by the end of the container, you're like, 
I feel empowered. I know all my, I know myself. I know the tools I was born with and I can carry this forward into whatever direction my heart is telling me, Mm -hmm. whatever direction that the, my internal fire is lighting the way for me to go. I know how to walk it. I feel confident in myself. I trust myself. I have the tools. I know how to use them. Mm -hmm. Let's get it. (laughs) (laughs) That is their shit. Like, like, we're not trying to help you continue hobbling through life. If you work with us, we want you to do something badass as, like, a result of it. And whatever that looks like, we can only help you dream. But, the like, it's like people... It's like when we're kids, we're like, I can be anything. And then people start telling it, well, you can't do that and you can't do that. And we onboard all of that. And we're here to tell you that dream you have, do it. And we're going to help you get the tools that you need to keep your spiritual connection alive so that you can be in the vortex and attract and create anything you want. It's like spiritual archaeology, actually. You already have these tools. They're buried under the sand. You just need to do a little digging. And when you find them, you have to be delicate. Yeah, to not like a really <laughs> So we brush them off nice and slow and take good care of them. And we clean them up. And then you get to use them. They're yeah. there waiting for you. John, like, listens to a lot of weird, jazzy music. And he's a bass player. So he was in the car the other day playing this... I think it was Bella Fleck, uh-huh. right? There's this guy, the bass player, Future Man. The drummer, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Future Man is a drummer, but he created his own instrument. It's like a drum guitar kind of thing. It has a name. It's like, I, I don't know what he calls it, but he, it looks like a kind of like a guitar hero guitar with all these buttons and switches all over it. Mm-hmm. And each time he presses each one of them, it makes a different drum sound. Okay. You would never be able to tell by listening to this guy that he's not playing an actual drum set and who else plays this thing this guy he made made this (laughs) that's his thing he's playing it so our goal is to help you make your own guitar drum thing like whatever your instrument is work for you and it's not going to look like anybody else's because Uh you are the only person that can be you you're the only person that can share the medicine that you have and Uh your medicine is needed whatever it is it doesn't have to look like what everybody else is doing and one of the things we want to help you break is like competition and comparison and I'm not good enough and what I have to offer doesn't matter. We want to smash up all that stuff because what you have matters, what you want to give matters and Mm. what you are matters and the work you do with yourself matters and you matter. You have inherent value whether you do anything or not. It's not based on achievement. It's based on you are a human spirit you are a ray of light in a human experience and you have value because you're part of everything and everything is love. And we all have the same value. We're all worthy. So those are the kind of like big belief shattering mm-hmm. things that we try to do in our program. And how do we do it is number seven. My favorite benefit of working with an integration coach. It's fun. It's fun. We have fun. We have fun in our, I mean, we have fun in this podcast. (laughs) We have fun in our programs. We have fun in our calls. We have fun when we're doing hard work and we have fun. And like, you have to have a sense of humor in this work because (laughs) our friend, our friend and collaborator, Albert is, we're doing a retreat with him in January and we were talking about Hyolima, where we go for our medicine retreats and how <laughs> it's a rustic experience. It's like out of your comfort zone. And we were laughing about, he's like, yeah, like sometimes you're like laying on the ground in this wet lodge and feeling like you're going to die. And, you know, we're kind of laughing about how hard it is. And he's like, I love it there. <laughs> <laughs> and we laugh because we've worked with this guy for a long time. We worked together at the retreat center where we worked before. And a lot of it is messy. It's like, you know, purge and bathroom and seeing people in a vulnerable human state that you're not, you know, the West is like, Ooh, no gross. I don't want to see, did you fart? Disgusting. Like, (laughs) and we don't, we don't hide any of that because that's part of the process. The mess is the process and it's a relief. Not yeah, Not having anything to hide or a part of yourself to hide or like, it feels like 
you've been holding your breath and then you just get to breathe all out and relax. Yeah. And the more attention you put in to cultivating that in your life through the coaching process, the more fun you have in your regular life. Fun isn't something, joy, peace, these aren't things that we have to like really cultivate. When we chip away what is not us, those things are inherent. They just blossom and bloom uncontrollably. <laughs> it's, And then we realize that that's how it's supposed to be the whole time. And all we needed was a perspective shift. Mm -hmm. That life is a celebration. The ceremonies are... <laughs> you hear in the West, like, that's what they call a funeral, a celebration of life. Mm -hmm. That's what we call the sweat latch ceremony, the right. celebration of life ceremony. Right. Like, I'm why not are we waiting, waiting until we die? Yeah. It's okay. Sunday. Let's celebrate life. Well, and it becomes this understanding that it's not the things that you have. It's not the house you live in or the money you make. It's... Every day, what are you grateful for? What are you letting in? How open are you? Can you connect? Can, are you loving people today? Do you love yourself? Are you being gentle with yourself? Are you laughing at yourself? Are you, you know, softening and recognizing how magical and miraculous it is to be alive? Like, that is what is joy. Joy is not getting stuff. It's like having the, the abundant vibration brings whatever you want but you have to get there first oh. and it's not chase the things and then get like i don't want to spend my life chasing things it, it's a waste of time and and you get the thing and it's like oh this didn't make me feel happy well, i must i must need something else and the point of working with these medicines is to wake you up and break you out of that cycle. Mm. You don't have to do work that doesn't serve you. You don't have to spend your time in ways you don't want to. You don't have to feel unhappy and be stuck in places that don't feel good. You can change your life. You can do differently than what they say. And what that is, is up to you. Mm. So we're going to have fun doing it and tear down the system one little brick at a time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else to say after that. That, that hit the nail on the head. <laughs> well, you're, you're a fractal of the infinite all. You have everything within you already. Nice. It is true. And I think a really good coach, the only job that we have is to be that mirror to show you that. Mm. And we're not trying to tell you. We don't have anything to tell you. We have things to share that we have learned over time that work really well. And you get to decide what works for you and you get to decide how you use the tools that we share and you get to s decide how long you know to spend with us and the we are in a place right now with the work that the services and the offerings that we have where we are shifting into a new paradigm of how we're going to work with people and it's we're super excited about it it's much more aligned with the way that we do this work and um while we're taking people on a retreat in november to ecuador an 11-day plant medicine retreat and we have a group program that is centered around that and if you want to work with us you can come on the retreat you can do a six-month program with us you can do a longer program with us we're going to open our group to people who are coming on the retreat and people who aren't if you are in a different place with it, maybe the timing for the retreat isn't right for you, that's fine too. The way that we're going to offer our work is in a family setting so that you can get all these benefits no matter where you are in the process. Uh -huh. We can meet you where you are. So we're excited to share this and, and to start offering it in a new way. And the way that we are talking to you about it is please join our mailing list. That's the best place to stay connected with us. You can go to our website at mysticalheartcollective.com and click on subscribe. That will put you on our mailing list and you will get the most up-to-date information. We email about once a week, sometimes less. We'll send you the podcast episodes and you can also learn about all of our programs and everything that's happening. You can also go on our website and learn about Rise and Align. And Rise and Align is the name of our program. And you can 
to apply to work with us, you just fill out a short application and then we'll send you some information and you get to decide what happens from there. You can set up a call with us, you can text us, you can message us, we can email, whatever feels good to you. You can decide in your own time and it's completely, well, it's empowering for you to decide how you want to connect with us. And that's really it. Yeah, so we hope today um, brought you some clarity on like why you would work with a coach and whatever you decide to do for your integration, whether it's a coach or whatever you end up doing, like see, it, I hope, I hope whatever you pick has these things because these things are an integral part of our life, our lifestyle and really make all of the work that we're doing within ourselves worthwhile. And with our clients, for sure. So, all right, peeps. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Peace.